from newstalkzb.co.nz. It's the Mike Hosking Breakfast with BNZ. G'day there, and welcome to the rewrap for Tuesday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on Newstalk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB, and this morning, um, immigration, uh, the numbers. Where did the government get that wrong? Uh, some very long commutes to discuss. Uh, yesterday's Super Bowl, what a yawn fest, and Jim, Jim Wigmore, anything but a yawn fest. But before any of that, uh, the Provincial Growth Fund. Are they seriously telling us that Hawke's Bay and especially the Bay of Plenty aren't booming? Because they are. Which is your first red flag. If you can't get work in a booming economy, there's something seriously askew. If you can't start a business, hustle for work, expand or grow, you most likely are doing something very wrong. Uh, The money goes to a set of hubs that brings together government agencies. And right there is your next flag. Lots of government agencies being paid more to do what they really already should be doing. 21 million for regional connectivity schemes, whatever that means. There are separate digital hubs. There's internet access for Mirai. There is money to expand a couple of existing programs to help get young people who aren't doing anything, no training, no schooling, certainly no work, into work. Now ask yourself a simple question. If there's a problem, which there is, could that mean the existing programs don't work? And if they don't, is giving them more money solving anything? Your simple reality of full employment in a country that has been booming is if you're not part of the success, there will be profound and obvious reasons for it. Drugs, crime, attitude, motivation, and almost certainly location. At the end of the day, no amount of government money can get an employer to operate in a remote area or employ unemployable people. And no government can create work where there isn't any without permanent financial assistance, which is basically a subsidy. And further, if these places haven't boomed in a decade of strong prosperity, how are they going to handle a slowdown which we have already begun to experience? The government is going to find out making the promises easy, and like Kiwi Build, actually doing it is probably beyond them. So yeah, uh, people uh, seem to be constantly adding up and then recounting and re-adding up how much money is being spent on all of this and where it's actually going, uh, watching that pretty carefully. Um, another thing that uh, seems to be needing a recount is immigration, uh, because we, we're getting conflicting reports now on exactly how many people are coming in, um, whether it's dropping... Uh, what it's forecast to do. Mike, I'm not sure where you're coming from. Is getting the immigration figures down from 72,000 to 45,000 has got to be good, isn't it? Wayne, no. No, 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 no. No one's got them down. That's the whole point. That's the problem. They haven't gone down. We don't know what they are. The point was, it was 72, then it was 60. Then they changed their methodology of counting and it suddenly came up at 40. It's not that the people have disappeared or suddenly we've just seen a lot of people flow out or into the country. They don't know. They lost 20,000 people. And the problem with losing 20,000 people is either A, you don't count at all. If you don't know what you're doing and you can't do it properly, don't do it at all. Or B, the reason for counting is you need to know what sort of facilities you're providing, what sort of infrastructure, uh, what those people can do, what they let into the country for, what skills they bring in, what jobs they can fill, so on and so forth. So... And that's before you get to the political argument whether having high immigration is good for the country or not. So it's got nothing to do with the immigration numbers falling. It's got to do with the fact that they were counting them completely wrong. It was like a Zimbabwe election. A lot of people turned up in the queue, but, you know, the result was a crapshoot.
is what I'm saying. Hope that makes sense. Phil I mean, Collins. And, and what we really need to know is how many of those people are, what was it today? Truck drivers, exactly. yesterday, fences. Exactly. Day before. Planting trees. No, air traffic controllers. Air traffic controllers. Exactly. Then there was planting trees. We need skills. Then there was picking blueberries. <laughs> then there was... Can any of those people do any of those things? Does, does anyone work in this country? Have they got a skill shortage at the statistics department? Is that what's going on there? Is that why we can't count things properly? I've got serious questions over that ever since they moved them out of the building where they were in Wellington because of the earthquake thing. The roof and all that. Anyway, um, let's uh, talk, while we're talking numbers, let's talk long commutes. Classy performance from Phil Collins says the text he did stand for In the Air has had back surgery recently. Yes, he's had a lot of health troubles over the years. Good book, by the way. I forgot to recommend If you've never uh, read his book, his autobiography came out a year or so back, had him on the program, uh, called Not Dead Yet. And he's had, a, in many respects, a very sad life because for a while there he was uh, commuting, if that's the right word, from memory between Miami and Switzerland on a weekly basis, if not a bi-weekly basis. And he had a, a split up from his wife, and so he had custody issues. And he was in Miami for some reason, and so he'd have to hop on the plane every second week and fly from Miami to Switzerland. That's and a long commute. I used to make commute. fun of people who lived in Hamilton and worked in Auckland. Yeah, well, well, you, you and Phil would be sitting down in Miami. He goes, well, I've got to go, Glenn. He goes, oh, where are you off to? I'm Switzerland. And he would do that every second week. Imagine the cost of that, for goodness sake. Anyway, another text, Mike, what about Brendan Hartley? Three exclamation marks. If you've missed that this morning, it's the best news ever. Uh, He's got a job with Ferrari, development driver with Ferrari. So um, absolutely fantastic. I met up with him before Christmas, and I'd never met his wife. What a lovely woman she is. And they're sort of such a great team. And she's and, and she's from a racing background as well. They they live in Monaco. Tough life. So so has he got a long commute ahead of him? Because is, is the te- where does the testing happen? And that's in, a very good question. In he'll Italy, be, he'll be in Italy. He'll he'll, he'll commute from uh, Monaco to Italy. What he was saying is to live in Jeez, Monaco. You wouldn't want to get confused with a boat person or something. That on, is uh, true. Making you, that trip. Do you need to to get residency? And Ian Lee's Galloway should listen to this. Uh, to get residency in Monaco, you need some money in the bank and a job overseas. And that gives you residency. Simple as that. But he um, he had a broken hand. How did he have a broken hand? He fell off a bike. Isn't that funny, being an F1 driver? First thing you do is you jump on your bike and you fall off it and you've broken your hand. So hopefully that's healed and he can uh, go get his job with Ferrari, which is very exciting. Yeah, just going uh, back to Phil Collins' uh, health issues, um, I've always felt great sympathy for... Um, probably the most obvious thing that went wrong quite early on for him, uh, the hair loss situation from a young age. That, that, that I, I suffer from the same condition, of course, and it's hard, I'll tell you what. Uh, not as hard as uh, trying to watch the entire Super Bowl yesterday was, though. Oh, my God, what a marathon. Super Bowl yesterday, oh, my God. Um, for, a, for a massive fan of one football and be the Rams, uh, the defence, if you're an aficionado, by the way, if you're an aficionado, the defence on both sides played brilliantly, hence the game became so phenomenally boring. How boring was it? You know, we have been really blessed and gifted with so many spectacular, wildly entertaining Super Bowls through the years. This is not going to be anywhere on that list. <laughs> three nil, three all, one touchdown. 
right side won, and the Rams, uh, for all of their brilliance in the season, showed what happens when you haven't been to the Super Bowl for a very, very long time, and none of them individually had been to the Super Bowl. They were new, they were young, they were against an experienced side, and basically... Jeez, they, they looked like... They panicked. I was just, as I was watching the end of that game, because it was potentially going to be quite exciting at the end, because it was close, mm. you know, the mm. score was close... Mm. All, all the Rams mm. needed to do was score a touchdown yeah, at the end true. then, and it could have got interesting. And they threw it away. And and it, and it just sort of, and I was thinking, where have I seen this before? This no, where, you're not going to put. Where, draw, where have war, I experienced the sensation the before of, of, a, of a team that just looks like they're not ready for finals football? <laughs> and go. I just thought, ah, where is where have I felt that before? Truck drivers are uh, having problems in Marlborough. We'll have more on that. That was a low, low, low blow. See how he tried to change the subject as soon as we brought it around to the Warriors' performance in previous finals. Sneaky move. I would, he, he didn't quite get away with it. Um, now, uh, uh, Jen Wigmore, always a solid performer. Uh, she's uh, got a tour coming up, but she was talking about her life in the US. Uh, it just seems to be dipping her fingers into all sorts of pies. Do you have a plan for all of this, or are you just taking it you know, wherever it goes? I'm going wherever it goes. I mean, I have got about a million things on the go. I just, um, I just bought a hotel in the desert, um, which I'm going to be moving up to Palm Springs in a couple months and running that. Don't know how to do that, but I know that I've stayed in lots of hotels before, so I'll give that a whirl. Um, we've got an apparel company. We train dogs. We've got a, we're working on a rescue for shelter for dogs. Um, I mean, we're, I, me and my husband are both involved in so many things and lots of things far and wide. I'm removed from music. So music is definitely um, very much a part of my life still, um, but it, I've crossed over into lots of lots of different things. So it's, it's kind of cool because my attention span is somewhat short. So And then throw being a mother in there as well. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. we, we were a bit confused. We talked about this off air um, after the interview. She, she mentions buying a hotel in the desert and then moving it. We weren't sure whether she's moving to Palm Springs, that's what she meant by the desert, or whether she's moving an entire hotel from the desert to Palm Springs. Um, and, yeah, we're regretting a little bit that Mike didn't clarify that point because we're not quite sure how you move an entire hotel. Uh, anyway, it seems with Jin Wigmore, where there's a will, there's a way. I am Glenn ZB. Uh, we won't be here tomorrow. I just don't have the will for it, and it's Waitangi Day. Uh, so we'll see you back here again on Thursday.